0: Rock the Ripple. Rock the Ripple. The Rock the Ripple podcast with Narita McInnes.
1: Let's do this. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rock the Ripple podcast. I'm your host Narita McInnes. It is so awesome to be here with you as always and today is another awesome day because I'm joined by a very special guest but before I dive into that I just wanted to let you know that the early bird to the frequency shift mastermind doors are closing soon. They'll still be open but the early bird is closing so if you're keen to jump in and you know you want to do it now is definitely the time. I'll put the links in the description. We kick off and on the 9th of November. Uh, No, not the 9th of November, the 9th of January. (laughs) The 9th of January is when we kick off. Um, So I'll link everything in the description. So check it all out and I can't wait to work with you if that rings your bells. But enough about that. I'm excited now to introduce my special guest. She is an incredibly talented musician. She is an independent truth media uh, researcher she has the channel Insight Truth Media and she is an all round awesome human. She is Julia Starr. Julia, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, so going? cool to connect with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've been uh, chatting a little bit on Instagram and that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's, uh, and I've also, yeah, been watching some of your podcasts as well. So it's awesome to see um, another chick, you know, getting out there and, Doing the things. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And yeah. the same with you. I watched some of your videos and things as well. And I just, it's so cool to like, we're getting ready now before we were talking about all the stuff we need to do before the podcast. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. We're going to do yeah. this, we're going to do that. <laughs> so it's awesome. Get um, the hair right. Get yeah. the hair right. Make sure the bits are, you know, in our face. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's awesome. um So I guess to start off with, and you'll know this as well, but doing all these interviews for people who don't know you or know much about you, perhaps we can just start there. And uh, with, with I mean, there's so many areas that we can dive into. But maybe just start with, uh, yeah, who is Julia Starr? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Yeah.
0: So basically, I'm just like your everyday human being living in Victoria. I um like one of most of my life, I've pretty much um devoted all my time to music. Um, like I'm a serious, like 10 hours a day went through uni studied um and basically you know had my career really well set up and it was looking good pretty much for a long time working with um incredible network of people who are still incredible um but that path had to change um obviously with all everything that happened with covid and uh and so it was kind of like it was so insane because like one year I'm just doing this full time um, And then the following year, I'm like exposing pedophiles, starting a podcast, going to rallies and like, you know, just going to court hearings, traveling, interviewing people like the change within me was so fast uh, because I when I realized like like the floodgates opened for me, like it wasn't like a slow drip thing. I was really, really insane. And, um, and so I just um, I felt like I had a responsibility um, most of all. And knowing what I have and the good things that I have in my life and how I've also in my history, like how I've had to learn to love myself and carry that message of being responsible for um, not just myself and for others and the community that we have around us. Like we have a lot of bullshit that is imposed onto us and we do have a choice whether we take it on or not and I really just wanted to harness my own power within myself and and just I don't know make a difference Mm. um and yeah and so I've just so like you you know I just started a podcast and I really had no idea what I was doing at the start um it was really uh, intense (laughs) and it got more intense actually as it went on, as I went deeper and um, which we could probably go into a little bit later, but yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. Um, Yeah. In a real short version. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, that's so cool. And um, uh, one thing you said there is like, um, learning to love yourself or, or around that. Um, and that I think, and that's a big, a big thing for me too. And I think, you know, for us putting ourselves out there and, um, you know, online sharing our stuff, that's a big part of it as well, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it really is. And, um, mm. so with like, I've got, let's just go there. All right, let's go there. So, um, I notifications are beeping. Um, yeah. So, in that aspect of learning to love myself, I've had to really look at um, all my programming because we've all been programmed. Mind control is a huge, huge um, element that has really come at all angles through our school system, through our uh, social media, TV, uh, music, even, you know, I, and I've had to every day, almost every day, I've really just said to myself, I want the truth. I want I want to be free and I want the truth. And mm. that means letting go of dogmatic belief systems, um, group think, which is really dangerous in which way I'm about to share. Um, and uh, it really is a way when you are not aware of that you are, let's say, in a either in a cult or you've been mind controlled, you are really easily manipulated. and that's how they get us. They get us through the mind. Um, like Mark Passio's work is phenomenal, uh, and the that, yeah, so like he's been huge in my, I guess pushing forward. He's really mm-hmm. helped me with his work, and um, like this is just even like recent. Um, I've had to let go of a huge um element of my. I guess it was almost like the foundation of everything that I thought about myself and the reality that I sort of perceived. It's almost a little bit embarrassing to admit. Like this is so recent. That's why I kind of haven't been doing the podcast. I've had to put a bit of a pause over the last six months. Mm. Um, it's one element of it. And the truth is, is that I actually didn't realise that I myself was in a cult. Mm. Um, wow. And yeah, this is, I haven't spoken about this publicly. I haven't been public about my history in regards to my own sort of, um, I guess self-inflicted abuse that I put onto myself through substances and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. So like I had a in my early twenties, I had a um yeah, I hit a rock bottom alcohol abuse, um, drug abuse, and naturally, you know, it's all um, you know, I did it to myself. I and I've taken responsibility for that in on some levels, right? Mm. But when you're at your knees and like it was, you know, I wasn't really well at that time uh, to it. Yeah. And, um, so like when you're brought to your knees, you're really desperate. You'll do almost anything. And I was aware of, um, groups like AA at that Mm -hmm. time. And I had already, um, sort of adopted that sort of persona that, you know, I had a drinking problem and, and so it was really natural for me to go into those meetings and, um, this could be really confronting for some people to hear as well because it's it's a really confronting thing because how can a group of this this society of people be there to help you yet it's actually taking your energy away and further putting into putting you into a slave mindset mm. and it is a cult AA is a cult um it's group think it's um you know just even the first step you know the first three words of the first step is I am powerless.
1: Mm.
0: You know what I mean? Like mm. now in hindsight, after I've gone through all my deprogramming um, through the help of ex-AA members, mm. discovering the truth that there's actually no such thing as a disease called alcoholism. It's been made up by the founder, Bill Wilson of AA. Mm. You know, he was a 33rd degree Freemason. Go figure. Mm. Like this, it's like I'm not surprised. Um, I had little moments throughout the last few years where I kind of knew something wasn't right and I sort of pulled away from going to meetings and stuff. And, but yeah, anyway, fast forward to now, like I, I, um, you know, it's been 10 years in this group of abstinence as well. You know, I've been really, like, I knew that's what I wanted for my life. And, um, Mm. but I've had to really just like look at that because I am not powerless. I am powerful. Mm -hmm. I, I I'm not sick there's actually nothing wrong with me you know that was huge and it's kind of like making that sort of peace like because you want to be angry at him it's like how the hell could you lie like but I can't be angry at the people in the meetings because it's kind of like the blind leading the blind there's no official person in that room that is trained professionally actually you know Mm. Mm. there are no therapists there are no it's actually frowned upon to use those techniques it's like they say that you know you only have supposed to have one alcoholic working with another alcoholic Mm. and um, yeah I could go on and on and on about this whole ideology and really pull it apart and I've got and that's kind of be kind of what I'm going to be focusing on next because you know I'm really um, lucky I'm one of the lucky ones that in these meetings that haven't had anything bad happen to me but through watching a documentary called The 13th Step by Monica Richardson, um, who is in America, who exposed the darkest side of these AA meetings and how Mm. people get raped, murdered, like it's happening in Australia. Um, There's only a 5% success rate, which tells you that, you know, doesn't work Mm. out of the billions of people, millions. Well, I'm not exactly sure of the figure, but this is a worldwide cult. Um, So yeah, um, where am I going with it? Like, it's just... You know, when you know the truth about something, um, I have to obviously first process it, yeah, and find the solution within myself and the voice. And like as I said, this is the first time I've spoken out speaking out about it. And I've been kind of like sitting on this for months and it's just like just bite the bullet and go for it, you know? Um, because there are people suffering and dying in these rooms that they think they're sick where mm. they're not. In your mind your thoughts are so powerful if you tell yourself that you are sick and that you are you've got a disease you will act that way you Mm -hmm. will act like a you will drink the way you drink or you'll take drugs the way you drug um and ultimately which all starts from that point of you know so I'm going on a bit here but that's great (laughs) um but ultimately you know people have very distortion big distortion of like what happiness means to them, like like the guy next door to, that lives next door to me, as to me, we have a very different perception of what happiness means, right? Mm. So he might be or she might be, you know, a drug user or a drinker, but at some point that made them, that's their happiest choice. That's what makes them happy. Mm. Um, and that they might know, like, this ideology is so, like, entrenched in... um victim mentality Mm. um making people victims oh poor me this is happening to me it's the alcohol that's doing it to me um it's the the disease it's all made up like Mm. so yeah um it's been like a huge process because when you truly strip away of that programming um those are those that ideology you're left with like yourself right and it's like wow and I remember sitting in the car because I was listening to the audiobook from exA members who have been doing this for a long time. And I remember sitting there, and that sort of when it really hit me, like I really felt that sense of freedom, like something lifted energetically. Um, and I was like, okay, I know that this is this is um this is it. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that's kind of been what's happening. One of the things that's been happening in the last sort of five months for me, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> wow, that's huge. Like First of all, just thank you so much for sharing that. That's mm. that's big, and I know that that would be, you know, you got to process it and all that sort of stuff. So thank yeah. you so much. Second of all, um, I think I know the person that you're talking about, Monica. I actually watched a video with um, Gabby Chung. Yes, that's you, the one. So that's the one. Yeah. The okay. One. Great. So I I know when you brought that up, I straight away went to there. So Gabby interviewed Monica, talking a lot about this. Um, I think she might have even done a couple of videos. Um, so far I can't remember but um, or someone else was talking about it on our channel mm-hmm. um, so it really is a big thing and I think it would be quite confronting to some people to hear that and yeah. you're right some like as you've said you're one of the lucky ones in that nothing terrible in in what has been mentioned that can happen like people being um, really taken advantage of in those mm-hmm. situations and uh, I guess, like you said as well, processing that. How can I best help now? How can I best serve? Because that is one of those things where, yes, it has helped some people, but then um, it also hasn't, and it's been detrimental um, to so many others. So that's big, isn't it?
0: Well, yeah. Like, like I, you know, have had all, like nine years of abstinence, and I've had a really mm. good life, you know. Yeah. But it's all the 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 seed of growth from that was started from fear yeah but if like this is what they say in the meetings like if you drink again you will die or you will go insane you will end up end up um locked up like this is the 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 wording like every meeting you of a new person that comes in like and um i even myself used to say that Mm. so that's another aspect i've had to look at like i've been someone that's been indoctrinating people unknowingly but i've had the good intention so people are well intentioned like my my sponsor Mm. Well, I've had to unfortunately sort of end that, which is like really been really hard because she's been my longest um, friend. Mm. Um, yeah, but people are well intentioned, but they're just misinformed. So that's a really difficult place to be because they people generally just want to stop using and drinking and want to be happy. you yeah. know they don't want to cause any more harm. And so this this um, this group that was designed to make money off people, because AA does make money, there's like $14 million in their bank account at the moment. Wow. You know, and it says one of the traditions states that we are, there are no dues or fees, that we are fully self-support. So like it's all the traditions are like complete bullshit. Like mm. I could go on and on about that too. But, yeah, so um, it really... Yeah it's it's a really difficult one because pe- all like people's lives are at stake here and everything is built on this understanding that they are powerless and that they have a disease mm. but you know uh it's it's mis- it's um incorrect unfortunately yeah
1: Yeah. And you said as well about the patterns and programs, Like that's something that I'm big about as well. You know, we've been conditioned our whole lives and the work that I do is helping people reprogram their subconscious mind for their version of success. Uh, But it's also identifying those things because you can't change what you don't acknowledge. And so if you are in that place where you've got, you know, all this information um, that you think is helping you when actually it's, serving you the wrong way I mean yeah to say I am powerless like I would never suggest to someone to say that ever you know um and but when you're in that place of vulnerability and you're wanting to get help and you you do want to change your life for the better um and you think that that's how it's gonna work well then of course it, it you know it makes sense that you'll make a decision from that place um and that's why identifying the patterns and programs are just so huge. And I can imagine that's been such a big thing for you to process. And did you um, hear an interview with Monica first that sort of switched on the light or did you have a feeling like how did that sort of happen? Well, firstly,
0: when the lockdowns came and the mandates sort of kicked in, I wasn't allowed to go to meetings. So that was my first like that was breaking a tradition in itself. You're not letting yeah. people go to meetings. Like... And I was like, okay, whatever um actually no that's actually not what happened I was actually really upset (laughs) I was like how am I gonna like my own like people like they're saying you know sorry you can't come in so yeah it was really hard um Mm. but yeah so that was kind of like the first like something's not right here um and then I sort of left it then I saw a post by Gabby like it was just a Facebook post saying that you know um you know that uh, the 12 steps are sort of very similar to Alistair Crowley's work. Uh, Mm. He was a dark cultist Mm -hmm. Uh, amongst other things. It's also been financed by the Rockefeller foundation. Um, And I was just like, and I looked at it and I'm like, what? (laughs) And then I sort of just like, didn't look at it again until the interview with Monica Richardson. So I I needed time and there was probably like eight, 10 months between those two things. I needed Mm -hmm. time to, I think on a subconscious level to process that, Everything that I thought I knew, like everything, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, is being influenced, um, and uh, inverted and you know, harnessed for an agenda, I guess. And mm-hmm. uh, but also, like, that can that's also really dangerous when people realize that because that can actually take you down even further. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you're in that moment where you're like, fuck you know everything's and that's why like you see a lot of people in the freedom movement they're so angry they are so angry and they're expecting and demanding change from people like I'm sorry but that doesn't work that way Mm. you can't force anyone to wake up yeah you can't force anyone to change but ultimately like you might know the truth but if you are resentful and angry and bitter then you're again being still being controlled unfortunately because Mm. it's like you don't know yourself you know um Mm. or yeah you don't know how to manage that so yeah but I'm not saying anger is not a bad thing like it's a natural emotion we have to feel it and that's absolutely you know we've got to go through that and sit with it and move through it and talk about it like I've had incredible healing session with a friend of mine recently I think that's what really like the day after that things just shifted um because I was ready to sort of speak to someone about it um Yeah. So uh, I don't remember what the question was, but yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's great. That's great. I just, I love where you're going with this. It's, and you're right too, because you can't force people awake um, and you can't get people to do things that they, um, you know, to see stuff. And like, I really like how you shared that part because of like seeing something and then not looking at it because I think, that's what's happened in as a, on a collective scale with so much of what has happened is like, Oh, that sounds like that could be truth, but it's too much for me right now. Mm. Um, But what's beautiful is that you acknowledge that and then you use process it as well, because we have to be gentle on ourselves. Some of this shit is freaking madness. And isn't it, isn't it? And we've just got to go, okay, like where, where am I at And, and be kind to yourself and then, uh, just take one step at a time and um yeah so I guess for you it sounds like like not only have you woken up to everything well I say everything it's infinite yeah. how, how do we know everything but there's like, more
0: to come I can already I already know the next thing I have to look at like it's pretty oh,
1: <laughs> oh, maybe share let me know yeah um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah like that's the thing like I I can't remember where I was going but I do know that yeah we've just got to be gentle ourselves yeah and so much will unravel at at Mm. the right time too and you're right as well anger is there for a purpose we can't our our anger is to serve us to show us what is pissing us off Mm. what maybe needs healing what um is there for us to look at but We then acknowledge it, but we don't stay there because if we stay Mm. there, then we're not balanced, and we we can't serve ourselves or others in the best possible way. So, that's uh, I guess that's where the personal development and the spiritual work Mm. and all that sort of stuff comes in as well. Hey, yeah, it's pretty
0: cool. Um, I yeah, I just I've been following like uh, as well. Someone's been uh, there, Madeline. She's been really um quite like really good and sort of you know how people sort of like become your not a mentor but sort of someone that you sort of like like this sort of you gauge sort of like a compass thing yeah what are they doing and because when she speaks the things that she does um has really helped me
1: yeah yeah she's amazing isn't she she's awesome yeah she's absolutely gone absolutely yeah
0: and she's also also triggered me but in a beautiful way because I've had to look at stuff and I'm like oh right okay so there's trauma there um Mm. so and that's the beauty in truth because like it's got so much that is waging war against it and truth is always really simple Mm. and we forget that um yeah but yeah anyway
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. I love that. and That's, that is so true that, and it's those triggers. They're the things that are the gold, the triggers of the medicine, if we allow it, mm-hmm. if we allow it, otherwise we can get bitter. Um, uh, but those things we go, Oh fuck, what do I need to look at this for again? Oh, there's something there for me to see. Um, and yeah, that's how we grow and expand. And that's how we shift consciousness as well. Like people, I think maybe sometimes underestimate how powerful we are and how powerful doing this work is. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it's not always sexy and fun. (laughs) It can be freaking painful and hard, but on the other side of it, it's just so expansive and liberating, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Now I'm curious to know what you're going to be looking at next. Is that, do you want to share yet or not yet? Um, uh, Well, I've only just
0: started reading the book. Um, and it's really going into, um, psychological trauma from, you know, okay. So the question that I, um, sort of am left with or start with, sorry, I should say, is that, are we born as physically, um, psychologically whole beings or do we have, or are we all, um, do we have images that are downloaded from our mother from the point of conception um, that is also uh, built within our nervous system and our body, like our autonomic um, nervous system. So what I'm trying to say is is like this is still really new um, because a lot of the traumas I think or the feelings that I felt as a kid, the anxiety, a lot of it i felt like it wasn't mine. Mm, yeah. And i wasn't that like my parents looked after me well. You know they they always did the best they could. They loved me very much. Um but everything that i was carrying it was ancestral trauma. Yeah, within the DNA. So this is actually a book that Madeline recommended for me to read. Um
1: People want know, to know the book now. What's the book called?
0: It's <laughs> called Dragon Mother. Um, by Michael, uh, I don't know if I say his surname right, Sarian or it's T-S. Yeah. Uh, Michael Tessarian. Sarian, Sarian. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And a lot of his research um, is based on um, Jungian theory, so Carl Jung um, mm-hmm. in the book The Child by Eric Newman. Um, so, yeah, so their research as psychoanalysts is basically saying that as a mother if you haven't healed your trauma from like it's kind of like this chain, right? Yeah. Um, if your mother has been abused or traumatized by X, Y, and Z, right, for example, and she doesn't heal that, the moment of conception for her child, that child is taking on that trauma. Absolutely. And essentially building that the psychology, that the brain of how that child's gonna act in the world or be in the world. Um, and they you know it's they speak speak about the unconscious element is the feminine. So we actually what the, the the theory that is uh, proposed is that as women, we actually carry all uh if you keep going back and back and back and like how into history into time, that we all carry the unconscious memory of and all the trauma of all the women that have ever gone before us, which is pretty big. Um, when you think about it Uh, so as I said I'm only I'm only a few chapters in still Um, it's really evident in the way that I look at myself and how I sort of relate to that so I really do believe like a lot of the stuff that I felt wasn't mine Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess what triggered that to look at that that came as a solution to me in the moment when I needed it because when I was doing a lot of the work, um, with the court cases, uh, in Brisbane, um, well, not just in Brisbane, but yeah, uh, where children have been abused, um, and they're linked to really high places to people in high places, um, and I did interviews, multiple interviews specifically around one court case. Um, and I really and when that backfired, because through that exposure, um, we ruffled some feathers when I say we, the people I was interviewing plus myself mm. um, and really caught the attention of uh, for example, the assistant commissioner of the AFP. Mm. Throughout that court case, um, he or someone wrote it for him. I don't know. Well, it is an official document. I got it checked. Wrote um, affidavit. And, you know, um, I won't go into the full details of the court case because I'm actually not allowed to talk about it now. Mm. Um, but in a nutshell, it had pictures of my face, transcripts of my interviews, um, and it was basically a big use taken. This is an intimidation tactic mm. where we can use anything against you uh, and the wording in that affidavit was very suggestive that, you know, they could put us into a um, category of people that are supporting the the ones that are being prosecuted who are actually innocent. Mm. Um, so you can imagine what lengths that can go to. Um, yeah. And so after that, you know, basically what I'm getting to is that, you know, that put me in such a fear, place of fear, obviously it would with anyone, because like I had people telling me, you got, got to leave the country. You know, this is mm. serious. Like all this sort of stuff, that didn't help. No, But, it re- but you know, it really kind of just um. Because I was really naive, to be honest. You know, I'm thinking like I'm just gonna go out there, save the world, save children, <laughs> taking it all on, and really not going there with any armor. Like the like it was really stupid. Really, really like it's. I've got to be really careful with this stuff. Mm. So that was a huge wake up call because what happened after that, is that. I just like, again, this is an element of what was happening in the last six months is that it really, this this fear of what could happen to me, mm-hmm. um, you know, you hear all the stories how people are taken out, you know, by getting too close to the truth uh, and so my point is, is that, yes, I felt that fear within me but I also recognise that another element deeper was um, triggered because it's the trauma of my ancestors because my family, you know, being Polish, you know, we've been through World War II, for example. So Mm. through my mother's mother, so my grandmother and her mum, you know, they lost their families. You know, my great grandfather was taken to Auschwitz. So like all that sort of losing your family, being killed, dying, um, being taken, like all that sort of stuff, I felt like that was like um, magnified on such a level that I actually it actually paralysed me. Phys- mm-hmm. Like uh, not physically, but um, I couldn't speak about it publicly anymore, even if I wanted to. I just it shut down. Like um, so, recognizing that fear, and it's a, and you you're allowed to feel that fear when you're being intimidated like that. That's not. But the point is that that book. Um, really, sort of, really highlighted, and sort of, I started to see the patterns in in myself where I everything that I feel, um, or that is triggered, that from a from a trauma based perspective, is magnified. It, it feels like it's magnified um, from my ancestors. So, mm. yeah, like it's just been, I've really had a lot going on, <laughs> but really, like on now in hindsight. You know, moving as I've moved through it, mm. it's shown me and taught me some really important things. Like you know, um, don't be an idiot and walk into bloody, um, you know, things without knowing how to at least protect yourself energetically. Like, come mm. on, ah, you know, <laughs> like you're you're not invincible, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just this chick in my you know studio room like you know making videos and um and it just, yeah it just got real really quick um mm. so yeah like that's kind of yeah the, and in this book basically there are other things that are coming um which I'm I will talk about when I'm ready um mm. but yeah it's just looking at that trauma and where that sort of comes from and it, and knowing that it's not all mine but also having I have to take responsibility for it now Mm, so I can't ignore it again Mm -hmm. it's like can't ignore it um and knowing that I I also myself want to have children one day um I have to completely cleanse myself of that trauma um Mm -hmm. detox within the body because it's it's kept within the body um Mm -hmm. as well as your uh your mind it's also in your gut um and your energetic field exactly in your energetic field thank you Mm um yeah so it's uh it's so moving forward, I know that I I'm I'm really I got a lot of work to do still. Um, mm. I'm excited for it now because I have solutions. Like I can sort of, you know, I've got a like a, a compass, and I've got things that are coming to me intuitively, and I sort of can see like, oh, this is what's going to help me. Or um, and I also got a really you know strong community of people around me um, online and in the physical world as well. So. Yeah, it's, it's one of the most crazy times. Um, it's good to be speaking about it now, but when you're in it, it's pretty scary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> it so is. And I love that you're sharing all of this because it is, that is, the question is to ask, is this mine? I often say to people, like if you're feeling something, first ask, is is this mine? Like when you walk into a room and you've all of a sudden feeling anxious, You we're energetic beings. So we pick mm. up on that. And you're so right with the, ancestral stuff like I've I've gone through that myself as well like I've um, things that for for no reason that makes sense in this lifetime but it makes sense when you look back at your lineage or um, things that are brought through time and you're right as well you got to take responsibility just because it may not have happened to you in this life or even if things do happen to you in this life they can be shit uh, but then you get to acknowledge and take responsibility how you're going to show up from this moment forward. And then, you know, you get to do the work on yourself and you just become so much more compassionate for other people as well for where they're at because you can see where, they've, where they're have where they at in their journey and what they might be dealing with and you can get it on such a deeper level. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah 100%. Um, yeah. As I said, I want to be
0: free. And I yeah. want the truth and that takes work. If you are someone that has carry has, you know, carries that trauma from if in, within your family or you've had that stuff imposed on you, like mind control or whatever, um, and dogmatic belief systems, you know, it's just, um, you know, it's, it's it takes work. And, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it's just, uh, but the, the rewards afterwards, like the feeling, like you can't nothing, um you can't pay for this there's, there's no value in in financial value to the, like that would equate to how it, you know how yeah how good you feel at, and at peace um and I'm starting to really really feel that on a deeper level um yeah. more than ever um and it's pretty awesome because it makes me ironically now I feel more invincible <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah <but> absolutely, not <laughs> not yeah in a different way and um so like you know like someone that's been su- super super helpful as well as Rachel like i've you know had a good chat with her and sort of asked her how she protects herself and mm-hmm. um another good friend of mine who's been through a similar um has a similar past you know they've people like you know sra survive like survivors um they've you know they're, they're incredibly Strong um, souls and getting out of the cult or moving past it and now sharing their stories you know i I really look to them mm. for advice and um, ask questions around that because mm. that sort of strength is really um, something else you know it's not really a word I can in our language that I can sort of think that would even have that resonance yeah to explain that but you know I, I I speak with these people a lot on the like just last Monday you know I went to a lady's house and she knows the business of this country and the world and how everything works and and you know I asked her how do you protect yourself mm. and she just like I felt that energy come out of her like this invisible shield armor mm-hmm. and just and she just said I just do not let them in. I say no. And like it was so powerful. I just went like, whoa. (laughs) Like, and it's, and she just said, it's like, you're probably not going to explain this very well. So I'm not really understanding it yet, but I felt it though. Yeah. It's like, she used all, like it's all her energy in the one go. And it's kind of like (sighs) coming from the heart and it's like, no, you know, you, no one can hurt you that way. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. I really yeah the people that have gone through this sort of stuff um uh, really hold the key on many levels um yeah so that's why I'm so passionate in helping their stories get heard um mm. like yourself I know that you've interviewed Rachel as well and like it's yeah yeah pretty yeah. I feel privileged to be able to speak and sh- and share this story you know um it's awesome
1: yeah, I'm the same. I feel it too. It's such an honour. Yeah. These guys, like they've been through the absolute ringer and back. Like I don't even know how, you know, we hear the stories and there's just so much. And to me, they, they teach us how to stand in our power mm-hmm. and how to know our truth and by them sharing their stories, which are confronting, especially to people who have never heard it before or considered that this even goes on. But for them to be able to go through all of this and then stand there and just help thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people, mm-hmm. if not more, just really awaken to the their strength within. It's huge. Like you said, you can't find the words, but they are just phenomenal beings and they, they really are, like you said, the key, the yeah. key and I, I was um i was listening to someone's testimony yesterday walking along the beach and and, and it's sort of it might sound weird to some people but i'll say it anyway it sort of grounds me back do you know yeah. what i mean and it's yeah. um hearing their strength so you might have be having just a weird ass shitty day um and you put that on you you come back to like yeah i know you know does that make sense <laughs> 100% it it yeah. really grounds you cuz it makes yeah
0: honestly like makes my problems like like what have I got to worry about really (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) in the most you know um what's the word yeah it's yeah I I do Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about yeah Mm. um and you got like now with as well like movies like the sound of freedom coming out which you know whatever you think about that I've had I kind of sit on the fence with what I've heard mm. about it, all the positives and the negatives. and but the main message is that you know this is a voice for these children mm. um, that is hitting mainstream alternative mainstream media mm. um, and a lot of people. I do believe there's an agenda behind it, which is yeah. um one hundred percent what like we got to really know what evil is, mm. um, and it is being used to harness consciousness. And I believe pushing people to this false light um, like yeah. Dale what Dale talks about um, yeah. there's no really other way why reason why they would do this um, mm-hmm. to expose themselves but yeah it's so but,
1: far one way yeah, it? it's, it's like just, so obvious when you see it yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. but ultimately
0: you know it's it, this is huge like I've been waiting for this movie for, to come out for ages I've heard about it in 2021 um, mm. and I try to get a copy of it back then. but there's no way mm. Um, But anyway, yeah, this movie, real. I watched it, went and saw it, and um, really, really powerful. Um, But it's really only painting one, one element of what trafficking actually looks like. Because, like, I don't know if they're going to have the balls to actually make a movie what it looks like within the court system. And for example, out of home care, foster care, because that's a trafficking network too.
1: Yeah, you know,
0: Um, and that's a multi billion dollar industry. where well, I actually interviewed um Laura. Uh you probably might have heard it. She's yes, in the yes. within the Yeah, story. yeah. Dale's
1: interviewed her as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah.
0: with Serene Tefaha as well. Mm-hmm. Um who's um supporting her. Um uh yeah and so what we're seeing in the courts as well and Dee McLaughlin as well here in Melbourne, she's been really, she, the amount of work that she does for for mothers that are in these positions is in phenomenal, a great mm. journalist, beautiful human being. Um, But yeah, my point is, is that through the court system, you know, they're targeting when a child speaks out and discloses, you know, abuse that they've been, they have been abused. Um, like I've heard the audio clips from Gracie, the daughter, mm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm going to say her name because the media has said her name out you know so I'm not like go and charge me I don't care um Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say that (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyway um moving on uh so yeah like I've seen I've heard sorry the um the audio grabs of how she started speaking out and not speaking out but like actually saying you know that daddy you know or her brother did this or something like that and you know you can't Really, difficult to coach children to mm. to do that sort of stuff, um, yeah. and so when they um, when a child discloses for some reason, all the time the child gets put back into the care of the the father who is abusing them,
1: mm.
0: and sense. the mother loses all rights, mm. and they they make the mother look like they she's crazy, mm. um, time and time and time again. Um, and so this, you know, there, I think at the moment, like, what is it? It's like 60,000 children in Australia in out of home care, just being moved from home to home, being abused. Like I was at work the other day and I was just, you know, working with this guy. He's like, yeah, I I come from foster care and, um, and my brothers are still in it, you know, they're owned by the government. I don't have any say in where they go or what, and he's an adult, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like, and and he really opened up, and he's like, yeah, they've they've one of them's been abused, um, and it's so bad in the in that system, so bad, mm. um, so that's in itself like a huge element of trafficking, um, and abuse and money making, you know, and so I'd like to see them make a movie about that next. That'd be great.
1: Yeah, <laughs> or maybe
0: maybe we should do it. Or yeah. I <laughs> well I know but- that. Yeah.
1: You go, you go,
0: yeah. I was just going to say, like, I know that um, there's been a lot of footage and, um, like, Dee has made a lot of great content on YouTube. Mm. Like, almost impossible to find her YouTube channel. Even when you type it in letter for letter, it still doesn't come up.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um,
0: but, yeah, uh, she's, yeah, her research and documentation that she has gathered over the years. Um, is phenomenal absolutely Mm. brilliant and um, but yeah people still don't want to hear it yeah Uh, but it's coming through the consciousness you know it's coming through the collective consciousness so um, there's always when the dark makes the move you know there is that that whether it's the like if you are being swayed to the false light then obviously that's elements through mind control Mm-hmm. But when you can really sort of sit in that middle yeah. part in that balance and sort of see both sides and not be emotionally too affected by it, but see it for what it is, you can have a lot of compassion for that. It's a good thing. And it's also a bad thing that's, that it's, yeah, there's two elements to it. So we live in a world where it's, you know, duality. So yeah, there's always going to be a counter, um, uh, thing that occurs when someone makes their move for whatever reason um but yeah balance is key and that's where I think the next I don't know 10 years are going to be huge maybe not even 10 I'm saying two like god knows what they're going to do like and like really I shouldn't say who cares that's a bit especially when there are people dying Mm. um especially through the wars um that's desire like it's so bad Mm. I can't say who cares but I can say that I can understand sitting in the middle and seeing the negative impacts, and that it's also being put like it's all manufactured. And so, I I don't want to give anyone my energy. I don't want to give my energy away. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you know, I don't want to give my power away anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, But I can still have compassion. Absolutely, absolutely. I love I love that you said that. That's this time that we're in and where we've been coming from is taking off the layers that don't serve us anymore, standing in our power. And the more of us that do that, I mean, that's how, well, because there will be shit flying around uh, and it's going to probably get (laughs) very crazy next year. Um, I was talking to an astrologist the other day who was like, yep, it's going to go a bit mental, but so we have (laughs) to know ourselves in that time because otherwise we're going to be pulled, pushed and pulled. And if we are pushed and pulled, that's an opportunity for us to look look at that as well um and and you're right there's the the thing is there's so much all this stuff that we're talking about the SRA stuff the stuff going on in the systems and stuff that's been going on this whole time Mm -hmm. for years and years and years like for many hundreds of years whatever but it's now we're seeing it and more and more of us are seeing, like, the rate of people seeing stuff that's going on, like, 20 years ago, it wasn't so much like this. But now, like, since this COVID thing, like, the, the explosion of um consciousness, awakening and seeing all this stuff going on, like, we came here for this as well, too. We, we hundred percent. Didn't 100%, we? hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Like,
0: they're, they're, you can't make this shit up. Like. <laughs> you can't. You can't, you know. But, you know, like I, I'm working full time at the moment because I had to, you know, get some, like, ran out of money and so I had to, and I want, I think it was good for me to have some sort of stability, financial income, save a bit. Yeah. Anyway, my point is not that, is the fact that I work with a lot of different people out in the workforce. I get, you know, I moved around a lot in Victoria and I work outside, which is great. But mm-hmm. my point is, is that I speak to a lot of people and a lot of the time I'm not even instigating these conversations, but they're talking about cloud seeding they're talking about not trusting the government anymore most of them voted no I say don't vote at all but anyway um you know it's your decision but um they're talking about child abuse and
1: mm. they're talking
0: they're actually like and I don't know if that's if I try not to say too much because I'm always really interested to see what people know mm. as well yeah um but yeah, people are waking up in different ways, mm. and it's happening. Like it, it's it really exciting because I'm like, oh my god, they're not as asleep as I thought they were would have been, and it's awesome, awesome. Like, um, yeah, one of the guys that I was working with is like talking about the war, and I'm like, yeah, he knows what's up. Mm. So, yeah.
1: Uh,
0: so anyway, yeah, it's uh pretty awesome that you know just got to have faith that you know people some people won't find their way mm. and that's their choice like yeah. we can't save every, we can't save anyone really no so yeah
1: yeah you just it's so funny when you're saying stuff I'm like yeah that's what exactly what I would say like <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so funny because um like that's the thing you you got you come to that place where you just you know you, you want to help and and you will keep doing what you can to help of course yeah. you will but you can't um you can't get save people they it's their choice and maybe it's their path this um lifetime you know um, I had a joke with my accountant once just say how maybe some people are just having a lifetime off and you know yeah. they just get to veg out and maybe they've done a shit ton in all their other lives so you know we don't know that we don't no, know don't. that so who knows who knows yeah. but um yeah it is a very special time um what else do you have on your heart to share right now you you've got yeah just share away beautiful <laughs> um what else I don't know I'm just um I'm
0: kind of like overworking I, just, yeah. <laughs> I don't really like I like because the money's really good and I need it and unfortunately yeah. we're still living in the world where we kind of need it to, to survive mm-hmm. but it, you know that's another element like a slave form of slavery it doesn't even exist it doesn't exist in the natural world you know yeah. and um so yeah I'm kind of like working towards not working anymore and but somehow making an income um, that will support me to do this work. and it, mm-hmm. and i'll and I'll make it happen. like I can feel it around the corner, like it's so close. yeah, and I've got a few ideas that I might try and um but I'm really just looking forward to connecting back with music. like yeah. i um I really miss the um the time that I spent, you know, recording and practicing and now making music on a di- in a different way like um with a different intention um mm. a lot of the past stuff I felt was really ego driven like was built to make a name for myself in the industry and I did have good intentions as well but it was a lot of it was ego driven um yeah. but now I really want um like now that I've stripped away a lot of my old ways of thinking I'll, i I want to approach it for me and and for to be able to heal other help heal other people with Mm. understanding how frequency works on a deeper level um actually i did i will do the full course in january but rachel invited me for one session um a couple weeks ago in her course that she's doing Mm. and um you know she's teaching about you know how to find portals in nature yes i've done have... the course and exactly oh my god yeah, <laughs> it's, so, it's so good it's so amazing. good yeah it's yeah. really and and then she started talking about with the with the ley lines because mm-hmm. what they have done is like they've built stadiums on the ley lines they have mm-hmm. um built like i think it was it the, was it the vatican that she showed you?
1: yeah, yeah it was stadiums vatican like all yeah. the big spots around the world um yeah they're built yeah. ley lines where they all meet and converge
0: yeah so When they when they do when they perform child sacrifice and a lot of that evil work, it's like a lot of the time it's on those ley lines because they want to destroy the earth. Yeah. Um. And so I'm thinking, right, right. Let's do the opposite. Let's play music that is on a. Oh, I can already feel like I yeah. I'll get know
1: yeah. I'll get goosebumps, mate.
0: Yeah. (laughs) On on a on a frequency level that is. yeah it'll just I don't know but yeah I, I still I'm not even I'm just it's just a thought and a feeling that I'm going with at the moment and I and I will be guided and yeah doing that and so having that understanding of how to find these ley lines mm-hmm. and then um playing music on those ley lines whether it's a performance or just me in nature mm. just bring, pulling out a guitar and singing some tunes or I don't know like there's so much we can do to heal the earth and it's really exciting I'm like so I really want to have but I need the time to do that I can't be working a full-time job and yeah doing that it's just yeah it's very draining physically um a lot of hours standing so anyway but anyway yeah. but yeah no, that's no,
1: part- kind of <laughs> freaking, oh, sorry mate I'm just freaking with this and I know Rachel's even spoken about this so the fact that you've even had that thought and like i will come out there and rock out with you i want to play the instrument i will sing with you i just i just know like and since doing that course i just see portals everywhere it's just so cool it is so cool and we are so powerful and those ley lines and everything like that they are so powerful and they can be used for good or evil and so you know if more and more of us are doing this and just stepping into there with the right intention our protecting ourselves and doing what we feel called to do I mean game on like mm. it's just awesome I love that you're gonna do that I mean yeah. I know you're saying you're still waiting for it to land a bit but yeah yeah sorry that's, that's my, no, no 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 <laughs> it's all
0: right it's all right like it's just that's my intention you know yeah. um, and obviously continuing the podcast doing interviews I do have to change how I do things a little bit when it comes to this stuff I don't know yeah I've had a you know r- really some especially one person you know well I yeah I'm a I don't have an endless amount of resources and um so it, it can get dangerous so yeah I, I I've got a lot to think about still in process and how to move forward but I am really excited about the music element um and just mm-hmm. getting back into it and um, yeah doing the work
1: yeah yeah and that that's see all of it is the work everything yeah. that we're doing is the work and Oh, I just I'm so excited like I feel like really expansive mm-hmm. talking to you right now with what's to come for you and like I can feel it too so yeah, awesome. I'm just gonna okay. make sure I'm on the journey because <laughs> that'll be so good so yeah. good yeah um,
0: we'll definitely keep in touch I think and yeah. uh, where, where
1: like are you in New South no I'm in Adelaide you're in
0: Adelaide for some yeah. reason I saw you in New
1: South Wales I don't know why anyway maybe I'll go there one the time Who you knows? but you're <laughs> in Melbourne though yeah 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 Melbourne yeah. So yeah. I've got I've got some family in Melbourne, so um yeah, you can definitely do a rock out somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah <laughs> definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, so cool. Um now I don't know how long we've been talking. Um now I guess from here, because there's I mean, there's so much more. I like we have these conversations, don't we, with people. We're like, there's so many more things that we could talk about. Do you feel like there's anything more you want to chat about today on our chin wag? Um I just I think it's probably
0: everything for me at this point in time that's in Mm. my forefront of my mind. Um, but I, I'm really just, I know that there are a lot of people out there doing it tough at the moment. Mm. Um, really doing it tough. Like it's so expensive at the moment just to freaking, you know, um, go out and have some dinner, um, Mm. go out for dinner. And I've set myself up in a way where I don't have large overheads, um, And so I'm fortunate in that way, but not everyone is. Mm. Um, But, you know, it's also about letting go of those comforts. Like, you know, the family system has been pulled apart and we've got this way of thinking, a lot of people have this way of thinking where I have to have my own house Mm. and I have to do it all by myself with my partner and have this huge mortgage. When they've got a family of five or six, like what if you put, you know, put your resources together, it wouldn't be so hard. Mm. you know just things like that so I'm really conscious like my well I have a lot of friends and family that are myself that I'm aware of that are struggling um Mm. financially and having to thinking about selling the house because they can't make mortgage repayments Mm. um yeah it really breaks my heart but like again I can only sort of I can't really there's not only so much I can do um Mm. to help them but we're just gonna like as this is the system and what they're planning on doing continues to impose on us people are going to get it might get I think it'll go a lot darker than what what, where it is now um and I just for me I'm also being really conscious about holding space and being supportive of the people like we've had a Mm -hmm. bit of a head start you know um and just being there for them and Mm -hmm. I'm just for me I'm thinking about my family um and so yeah I think that's really the only really last thing I want to say is that you know, whether they've taken the jab or not, it doesn't matter. Mm. Like we've got to have an open heart and just give them like we've I've come from there myself. Like how can mm. I be so judgmental on other people? It's not fair. Um yeah. so I'm really thinking about that as well. Um so that's really really gonna be important because yeah, there are some interesting things that are gonna be coming. So mm. that way. So but yeah, that's I think that's pretty much everything that I can sort of think of at the moment
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no, that's awesome I've absolutely loved chatting with you you are just a Likewise. bloody good egg as one would say <laughs> <Bloody good egg. laughs> you
0: too you too and, oh, yeah so, so good to connect
1: oh it's awesome it's awesome you're stuck with me now mate um so <laughs> um yeah how can people find you how is the best way people can connect with you from this moment forward Yeah. uh so I'm still
0: on Facebook um which is I don't know like amazing <laughs> uh, so yeah uh, if you type in insight truth media um, that's where I do my live podcasts and then I obviously upload to bitch and rumble but once you're on the Facebook you can find the links for everything there um, but I'm kind of getting people to sort of jump on telegram uh, mm-hmm. I think I've got less chance of being kicked off there <laughs> at this stage so uh, telegram is um, Julia star insights mm-hmm. um, and yeah I got an Instagram as well but I'm not so over Instagram these days, so but yeah, look, yeah, that's mainly the main one is Facebook, and then my website's there, which I have to. that's reminds me, I have to actually get it up and running again. Yes, I um, saw
1: that. am yeah. about <laughs> <laughs> to tell you. <laughs> Thank
0: you. I forgot about that. Ugh. But yeah, so I'm like, I've only just done one podcast, one interview last week or the week before. Um, yeah, so I'm just sort of getting back into the swing of things. Um, so it's a bit of a slow, yeah. But that's kind of where. People can find me.
1: Yeah, no, that's awesome. And yeah. I will link all of these in the show notes and the description below. So everyone can just click through to it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, So... I just want to thank everyone who has tuned in today. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Julia and I appreciate you so much as well, holding space for us while we held space for each other. So I love that. Um, Julia, you are awesome. Thank, you, thank so, you so, so much for coming on the show. And I can't wait to see what unfolds for you and just everything from here. So thanks again for being here. And yeah, you too. Um, I'm looking forward to connect. like, yeah.
0: You're an awesome human being.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all cool. the awesome, all the yeah, love. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah. Great. Uh, thanks, mate. <laughs> no worries.